from Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Carson. Welcome to our podcast. You'll be listening to some of our best moments of helping people to live their best lives and all while, get this, working with horses. We will be your hosts and have tons of guests along the way. Subscribe today and happy listening. What's right for you? And this is such a question, right? What's the right business for you? What's the, what do you need to know if it's right? Do you need research? Do you need to feel it in your gut? Do you need to feel it in your bones? What is it that's going to make you know what is right for you at the end of the day? Because we know at this point, everything feels so weird. We're all asking that same question of what's right for me right now, right? So we're going to, right? right? <laughs> I'm glad that we both caught that. I do, yeah. <laughs> so this really is going to be about what is right for you today. And we're going to be able to give you a few different ways, well, lots of different ways, actually. Tons and tons. Because it really is what's right for you, yourself, and I. Always take that in mind in everything that you're doing because you'll know through that feel, which we're going to be getting into as mm -hmm. well. Absolutely. So with this, I suppose we should introduce ourselves first and foremost, if you haven't met us before, or if this is your first time joining us. So my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Hi, and I'm Carrie Fulnick, the founder of Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, a master instructor helping people globally around the world to do what it is that we do. And what do we do? We actually help human beings to be able to move forward in their lives, make changes in their lives because we facilitate the process through objectively driven programs that always give results, allowing humans to actually be empowered to find the solutions themselves. But the best part, it's all done with the horse. But we don't use our horses. Mm -mm. Number one thing is the welfare of our horses. So we always partner we work with, with our them. horses. We work with them. We step in when they call us to step in to be able to help answer those questions, but not answer them, giving them those kind of open-ended questions to allow the human to actually get to those answers themselves. So it's a pretty amazing job because every day we get to live, breathe, smell horses and help humans, <laughs> except for I do have to say now, it's kind of sad with COVID, stupid yeah. COVID, that we don't get to be with all of our people all the time, but we're still connected. Yes. Because we can still see each other. So that's pretty cool. And we're going to give you guys a few examples later on in this live as well as to what they have said. So stay tuned for those pieces as well because they are heart Seriously, guys, side note, best career ever. 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 <laughs> okay. So let's go into this piece of how do we know what is right for us? And there are so many ways to do this. And it really is dependent on everybody. But one thing that we really, really always need to be thinking about. And is, that we have in common. And that we have in common. All yes, humans everybody, have this. Is that gut piece. Oh my goodness, we have heard thousands of times, and I'm like, go with your gut. Do you feel it in your gut? What about your gut? And the fact of the matter is, and I'm gonna read you this little sucker research. And while here. she's finding it, this will be good because this is the thing with gut. We feel it, but then we go to our head to reason it out, to say, ah, no, I don't think so. Or, no, I'm not going to move that thing. No, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Yet our gut has already told us the information, but our head kind of messes us up on many, many occasions. Yes. So there's been many, many research studies done on this, and they're finding more and more that the gut is really, really imperative to how we process thought, our behaviors, our moods, our biological pieces within our entire body. So really, 
so many times our gut has been called our second brain, but they're finding more and more that it is almost our first brain because we have a hundred times more surface area throughout our gut that we take in information on. However, then it goes up here and we process that information. But for so long, we have been only going to this thinking part rather than really feeling what our gut is saying to us. But it really is the first intake of information that comes into our entire body. So when we react to something and you feel it in your gut, when you're walking down that dark alley maybe and all of a sudden you feel like somebody's following you it's true follow it follow like, it or don't i guess run away no, from it yeah. <laughs> but listen to your gut listen to your gut yes exactly but always listen to that piece because it's up to us that chooses to ignore this and our gut is responsible for a ton of our moods and behaviors as well google the research on this you guys i could have spent hours days and days okay reading days. through all of this stuff because i thought it was so interesting so always follow that piece of your gut don't let yourself sit back and be like oh no that's silly because it, it's not it is scientifically where we receive information and you know it is really interesting for that piece as well even going through this COVID time as well so many people are, oh, maybe I'll just wait. Oh, I've got this to do. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll see what the government says. Oh, maybe we'll see if there's traveling. Like we do so much up here that we're forgetting that we're human. And as humans, well, as any living being, we're all going to die. Now, I will always bring up the deaths because I feel sometimes as humans, we forget that we only have this little bit of time on earth. Mm -hmm. And for so many reasons, we keep waiting and waiting and waiting. And after COVID, it will be something else. And after that's something else, it's something else, something else. So it's so important to actually listen to your gut. What do you want to be when you grow up? Mm -hmm. What are you waiting for? Because things are always going to happen. So here is the place. And that what do you want to be when you grow up? It's funny because you think that's the question for when you're younger. Yeah. But that's the question you ask throughout forever life right like you're still always that what do i want to be when i grow yeah. up because we never feel like we're fully grown like we should always be growing every single day right but our gut that feel is the piece that will let us know first and foremost if we're going the right direction or the wrong one but we choose to ignore it a lot of times very true I'm feel it. My, let it be my coat because um, it's actually getting warm wow it must be the lights because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't warm before so the next piece too oh are you going to read your little information oh yeah I was right beside her and I didn't even hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second brain. Effect yep. on Very good. Behavior. Okay. Yeah. Got there. So the one thing too, is we talk a lot about research, I think, and that's <gasps> science and yeah. research. You know, even if you're not like Carolyn is analytical, so she mm -hmm. always needs to know major facts. She doesn't believe anything unless it's proven. Yeah. So I love that part of our business because she just doesn't say, oh, okay, that's good. I can't deal in BS. It no. Just it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> Out where my side is, I do do a lot of feeling, but I don't do as much research as Carolyn does. However, since finding this purposeful business on this earth, my last breath is going to be this business. I have to tell you, the research part has actually excited me the most out of mm -hmm. everything because for your humans to come in knowing that it's science, it's research-based, it means tons to us as a business because then we're not just being fluffy and saying, oh, it's just because they're so beautiful and the horses are this and that. No, everything is done through that scientific piece. And yeah. oh my gosh, the clients absolutely love it. Science yeah. is becoming one of the greatest things on earth to be a part of. Well, and it makes something for me anyway, it makes something real. Like it makes it so I can go out and say, this is why something works. And that is so imperative because I always want to know the why. Yeah. 
even when we were you first brought this to me, you're like, oh, it's this right thing with horses and people look okie dokes. <laughs> like that's she nice. literally just patted my head when <laughs> yeah. the first time I told her about this business. But the more I looked into it and the research that went along with it and why this is the way that it is, that's the part that I can understand now. I can get behind it because it makes sense to do it that way. Quick shout out to we've got Annie says good day. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Alice from Prague, which is super cool. And we've got Lisa from Belleville, Ontario. So oh and Penny. And Penny. Matt too. Woohoo! Yes, babies. So, welcome, welcome, everybody. So for the research piece actually in this specific certification, there has been uh, three universities who did a five-year research study on how these programs work with the predictable outcome. So you always get a result. That's why it's so exciting. So I know, right? Yeah. So it's through the University of Calgary, Saskatchewan, and Regina. They did the five-year piece just to see how do each of these programs roll? Can you actually measure that there is going to be a result each and every time the clients come? And that was the proof in the pudding because every program that Tamara McKinnon designed, and she is the designer of all the programs smart. and the certification course, she is bizarre smart because <laughs> what she did was she took all the research that's been done and how do humans actually learn? So this is still in all universities globally today. And then she took the research on how do wild horses communicate and then she married the two to create these objectively driven programs with those predictable outcomes. Now, for myself, when I first started, even though I'm not into the analytics as much as Carolyn. You still need to know something's going to happen. Though, it was, right? yeah, yeah, and it was huge for me because I thought, what am I going to do with a horse certification if there's no proof behind everything that I'm saying? So for me, that was the selling feature because I wanted to go to my corporate companies or my organizations or whomever it was that I was going to be servicing to say, here's your proof that all your clients are going to get an outcome each and every time. And that was very satisfactory. Absolutely. And I love Annette's comment. They think you're mad. I tried yeah. to explain, but they look at you dumbfounded. I always say they look at me like I've got lobsters crawling out of my ears because it's true. When we first started, we would come out and we'd be like trying to explain this to people and they'd be like, Oh, Okay. Okay. But when you can throw in all of the whys behind that and have that quality conversation with people as to how and why and what will come out of it, then it's amazing how you can really turn people around to seeing things from a different way. And we went even further with a lot of this research too, because I really wanted to know, and I think you were on the same page with me as to why the horses saw us and how they could understand, because they don't speak English, nope. obviously. So how is it that they really comprehend if we're balanced or if we're unbalanced or if we need help in certain areas? So we actually did a little bit of research on that and how horses absorb that information and they feel through energy. Now we're not talking airy fairy, airy fairy stuff. We're talking like we know we're made out of energy molecules, all of those good pieces, right? So with that, they can actually see through the bands of fascia, which is our energy highway tissue in our human body. bodies and living being bodies. That's right. All throughout all of them. So with that piece, they can actually sense where there is a blockage. Now there was a study done on emotional responses within our body to where energy essentially went and how it got blocked in certain places and if you're at all interested uh shoot us a message in here too the mapping it. yeah is that what you're talking yeah, about to put it together for you so they actually tested how do bodies change as to where the energy is based on what emotion so in depression it would be all in up here in happiness it's actually throughout almost the entire body it's very much so more balanced so that's the pieces that horses can 
genuinely understand, which is so cool to me because then I can actually show that to someone and say, this is why they can understand, not just, you know, they understand because they feel everything we feel and they do, but we need something to back that up as well. And this allows us to do so. You bet. And the number one thing our clients do ask, why horses? Yeah. Why do you work with horses? There has to be a reason. And by cracky, there is a reason, but we're not going to go through all of that today because we've got so much to go so through much. what is right. And it's really cool too, because we're going to go through some facts here as well, but horses are natural balancers and they do it for themselves within the herd and they bless their little hearts. They do it for us as humans too. So that's the biggest piece. And we have another whole section on my horses. Oh my goodness. Like we could go on and on and on, but yeah, go watch your herd too or watch a herd mm -hmm. go and see what they do with each other where is it that they're using their teeth you know lots of times you'll see two horses at each other's withers but again are they always itchy at the wither but interesting enough even being itchy that's energy going to one place so they do a lot of moving with their teeth so watch where they go they go to the back mm -hmm. end they go to the front it's really cool to watch a herd actually balancing each other and it's, it's like the, well, I think we get to that herd yeah. piece so I can do it. So the first thing is the heart size. Yeah. Factamundo one. Factamundo <laughs> one. Now a horse's heart is like 10 times bigger than a human heart. So our hearts beat a little bit, you know, faster, right? But because theirs are so huge, they pump very slowly because it's such a huge heart. Now that heart math research, if and look this up too, I loved reading this one. We tell our clients this all the time. The research was done because they wanted to understand why is a horse healing? There's gotta be some proof in the pudding because everybody says they feel so much calmer and happier and better when they're around the presence of a horse. So the research actually showed when they go into the zone of the horse, which is in their 15 feet zone, even if a human heart is beating super duper fast, as they start stepping into their zone and then they start working with the horse and being with the horse, the human heart will actually start pumping like the horse. So our hearts actually go to the beating of the mm -hmm. horse instead. And that's why it's healing because when our heart rates are a nice slow pace, we don't have anxiety. We're not in fear. We're thinking. We're not overthinking. We're just being. And that is why the fact is horses are healers for every single one of us. And I know we don't have a ton of time, but I'm going to tell a little bit of story. Yeah. So we had one kid who actually came with his mom. It was in with a women's group and they just had no one to watch this kid for the day. So he ended up coming in. <laughs> He had ADHD and he was autistic. And this kid came in and like nonstop chatty Kathy. He was so cute. So the mom kept on, you know, like trying to make it work for him. And like she wasn't in her moment. She was too busy watching her kid. And look, I mean, good parent, nice yeah. good job. But at the same token, we really wanted her to be in the moment with her horse. And her horse was asking for the exact same thing. So I said, you know what? Are you okay if I just, you know, I know Jordy's out in the field. He's laying down. Are you okay if I take your son out there? She said, yeah, for sure. So him and I walked out there and the entire way, nonstop, we get out there and Jordy is laying on the ground. Jordy's our curly horse and he walked up behind him in a very safe way put both hands and this was the first time I had heard this child be silent and he sat there for a good solid two minutes which is a long time when you actually really think about it not a word just both hands on Jordy and you could see his breathing slowed everything came down and he came in 
oh. a different kid. He was. He was just so much more grounded and, yes. and calmer. Number two fact. Horses can only think and act like a horse. There are lots of times that people put human emotion on a horse, but you can't do that. Not as a professional, because if we want to understand how a horse is, a horse does not think like a human. A horse can only think like a, like a horse. So they do not have the prefrontal cortex. Us as humans do. So our brain size is about this big. Their brain size is about this big. And they do not have prefrontal cortex. So they do not and cannot ever, ever in a million years think like us. No. So there's many times we're putting on the wrong emotion of what the horse is saying instead of really listening to what that horse is actually communicating because they do not think like us. So they don't go around and think, I like that person, that person, but I don't like that person. They don't think that way. Only we as humans think that way. Yeah. So that's really important when you're working with a horse. They can only truly go to what is their natural instincts of understanding. That's it. They can't, they don't process things the way we do. And we, like you said, we put that emotion, but it's not, that's not the piece that they're actually reacting to. And this next part goes with it too, is that their strongest instinct is hurting. That's the number three fact. Yeah. Numero tres. Okay. Twa. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So their strongest <laughs> instinct is hurting. So Think about the poor, lonely horse who is all by themselves. It's against their instinct, their natural living instinct. They actually naturally need to be together. And I'm not talking over a fence because you see, then they can't get together and share that space, balance. move that energy, balance each other by being together. Our horses actually come together three times a day to actually herd come together, share the space and balance each other out. And again, if you don't have, if they don't have that opportunity to be together, just even with one other horse, it's very hard for them to get through their whole bodies because you can't do it over a fence. And they can't feel safe in that way. One of the biggest things that horses need is to feel safe. Without their herd, that means they are constantly thinking like, where's the person or the thing coming to attack me, right? They are the ones who have to be on guard all the time. And imagine that in our lives, like it would be exhausting. <gasps> it would be it horrible. Would be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely exhausting. And that actually kind of goes into this next piece as well, is that they are a prey number animal four. with flight. The number one thing that I always like people to understand is that the prey animal is different. When people say, oh, you could do this with a dog. No, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. Predator. Different. <laughs> you do this with a cat. No. Nope. Nope different <laughs> so with all of these pieces we want to make sure people understand this prey piece that they have is what makes them so sensitive it's what brings everything else out within them plus they can desensitize on top of it freaking unicorns is what they i are. know they really are they really are but it's because of that fact that everything else falls into place with them it's what makes it different and don't like i'm never saying that working with dogs or cats or anything is bad by it's any means because there's lots of them here They're beautiful too. absolutely however working with the horses this is what allows us to find the sensitivity within them that allows us to facilitate change and that's the biggest difference and then on top of that they have the ability to take flight anytime because the number one thing they need to feel the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe if they do not feel safe, they can get out of Dodge. And you know, the parallel though to that is we as mm -hmm. humans actually have flight as well. Do So in our brains, in our gut, however way you want to roll with it, when it says to go, we can actually take that flight to go. But 
One thing, not all prey animals are flight animals. So you see, that's what makes our horse so special because cows aren't flight Donkeys. animals. Donkeys aren't, they go in for the kill. Yep. So it's very important that people understand who this incredible creature is that they're actually learning from. Yes, because that's what makes them so different. Uh, number five, fact. Horses are not creatures who boom, boom, boom. You see a lot of people doing the hit on a horse because mm. they think because they're so huge that that's how they react. But no. even do it to yourself. No, I don't feel no like good. It didn't feel nice. And I knew it was coming in. You guys could see me start, ah, she's going to do it, right? Because it doesn't feel nice to be slapped. <laughs> it really doesn't. And if horses can feel a fly land on them, Think about how sensitive they truly are. So horses do not pat each other either. Horses actually are not touching beings. We as humans are the touchers. Mm -hmm. And they allow now, us to. They do allow us to come in because lots of us and clients, we need to love on our horses, but that's our thing. It's not the horse's thing. Mm -hmm. Think about how a horse actually communicates with each other. Think about how their muzzles work and even the shape of it. They they rub on each better. other. Oh, back there. Yeah. <laughs> like they rub on each other. They do not slap. And even this, now even this is, they understand that piece, mm -hmm. right? So it's really important to really understand every aspect of these incredible creatures because if we can understand literally how they truly do communicate and how we can hear them communicate, Oh my gosh, now you got a partnership that is second to none. And like majority, like you said, majority of their communication is not with touching. It's like within 15 feet Yo. that they're able to a flick of an ear, a flick of a tail, like go away my space. Right. <laughs> and they're very clear. If only we could have this kind of clarity with our communication as humans as well. But we There's don't. no holy jumping tuna fishes yet. Yeah. I see a lot of very interesting, but no tuna fish. Like seriously, this is mind blowing stuff. And remember this has taken us like 13 years to gather all of this incredible <laughs> research true. together. That's a holy jumping tuna fish right there. So the next one is, is the, this five? No, no, six. six. The muscles in the ears. So now there has been more and more research done on this. I think it was about five years ago. They said it was 10 muscles in the ear. We have four, three in our ears. That you said four. Four? That sounds right. So three or four. We have those. <laughs> we do horse research. <laughs> <laughs> so we have just three or four muscles in our ears. They have 16 muscles in their ears. And that's why they're so cool. Each ear can move 180 degrees, really meaning they're getting the full 360 because each ear, ear independently yeah. does its own thing. Which is such a cool thing when you're working with them as well. When you see that ear on you mm -hmm. while you're working with your horse, it's just such a, I don't know, it's a lovely feeling. <laughs> I love she threw in a little emoji tuna fish. Oh, that is I so love that. cute. You Yay, guys, pound it. Yeah, you guys can put in the emoji tuna fish too because he's very cute. He is super duper cute. Yeah, good job. I like that. <laughs> Next one is they are the largest land mammal eyeballs. So that is really cool to think of too because you Because I thought it was the giraffe. Did you? I really did, but it is not the giraffe. It is our horses. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, I'm just going to throw in a little bit of trivia here. The largest eye in the entire world though mammals amphibians Do doesn't it. matter what no really no squid. the squid yeah it's the squid. <laughs> I knew that one because it's the size of a plate wow yeah 
That's cool. Okay. That is super cool. I like trivia. Oh, Maybe remind me to there's show a you. holy jumping tuna fish. Yay, it. Rita. Uh, side note, remind me to show you a squid video later. It's super oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Very, anyway. very cool. Okay. I have to read this one because this is long. This is number eight. Yes. So in 1872, Leland Stanford, Stanford, who was born in 1824 and lasted until 1893, made a bet that at some point in the gallop, all four four of the horse's legs are off the ground at the same time. I don't know. I'm calling it Edward. Edward. <laughs> Moybidge, who was 1830 to 1904, proved him right by using a series of 24 cameras and photographing a racehorse named Sally Gardner. So really cool if you and guys look those up. There are many pictures now. Seriously, um, all four off the ground. It's kind of like boys in volleyball. They have that <laughs> hang time. Yeah. Like I've never seen, I love watching men in sports because they get to fly there for a while. Girls some, don't. We plop right down again. Some girls can. Oh, no. No, We have no. extra weight on the front. No, no. That is proven. Guys have air time. Hang time. Hang time. Okay. I like that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, check out the picture because that one's really cool. They are like flying unicorns. Keep referencing <laughs> unicorns because that's what they are. <laughs> okay. So numero nine. Most of the time, wherever a horse's ear is pointing is where the horse is looking with the eye on the same side. If the ears are pointing in two different directions, the horse is looking at two different things at the same time. And their brains process things that way too. Like they use the right side of their brain for that ear and eye. They use the left side of brain for that ear and eye, which I think is so neat as well. I know. Because they can take in double the information almost than we can. But one brain. But one brain. But one brain. Right. So it's like so cool. Oh, sorry, I'm reading. Okay. Um, Jeannie says, my Morgan has put herself between a running horse and a human more than four times. I didn't know horses were protectors. Interesting if you, another little weird fact, if you look into mama horses and their babies, 100% they will protect. And even how the stallion works in with the herd, he hangs back when they're taken off somewhere because he's there to protect. That's part of his job as well. So even as prey animal, they still have that instinct of care and protect. Oh, yes. yes. And they're even marvelous. there's so many stories, even when Carson fell off Brandon once. Brandon <gasps> literally twisted reared into barbed wire, but twisted to save Carson so he didn't fall literally back yeah. on her. And that is like I had to do movement, otherwise he would have just been falling. Like oh, it yeah. was but they, they do have that piece yes. them. Okay, and number 10. Almost every action and respective sound is based on the need to survive. That always hits me right in the gut because sometimes we think because we're human, we're putting so much human emotional pieces to our horse, we're missing what they're actually saying. Now, even through their entire body, which we go through in the actual certification as well, every single part of their body tells us something if we actually understand how they're communicating. But then you throw in sound. Mm. This takes on a whole new meaning and every single sound that they do is for a specific reason. There's no two sounds that mix together. If your horse is saying this sound, it's because this is what he needs. If he's saying that sound, this is what your horse is telling you is happening. So it's really important that we understand all of those components to truly understand these magnificent creatures. 
And I like that you guys are throwing in the tuna fishes and you're amazed by this information too. Cause a lot of times we get on rolls when we we're do. talking to people about like how amazing horses are. People are like, you're so passionate. We're like, we know <laughs> we are. And it's because of these things. Like yeah. the more we learn about them, the more we realize how phenomenal they truly are as beings and that they do so much for us when they don't have to. You know, I think we should tell the story of disco. We're going to. Oh, so ooh. so last Wednesday, Carolyn and I were working in the arena. Now, JR is our oldest horse, and she is a brood mare, and she is the matriarch of the herd. Like she just respect nobody crosses it sort yeah. of thing. And a tough cookie. She is tough, yeah. but she's 25 years old. She has always looked young all of her life. Mm -hmm. But this year she has not been looking so young. So she looks we know something is her wrong. Eye tells her us eye off, yeah. and the way she's moving. So we've been really trying to help her to get healthier. Disco, who loves JR. JR and Disco are together yeah. like this. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. If we were to put an emotion on, that's what it looks like <laughs> to us. Yeah. But always protecting JR. So Carolyn and I are talking and we're talking about JR, how we can help JR. Disco, the one who's protecting her, comes over and he takes his muzzle and he goes to her shoulder and rubs it. Then he comes to me, rubs my hand, goes to Carolyn, rubs his, rubs her hand. Then he does this a second time to tell us, this is where she's sore. Yes. So goes back in my hand. This time he takes Carolyn's hand. Put it up on JR and he literally moved it up a few inches to, to her front left shoulder and that's so funny because then we stopped and we really looked at where that was and it, it didn't look freaking right. swollen so now this is the the cool piece carolyn and i were both like yeah they're well, talking they're communicating but we're like we're like how we are listening <laughs> but how are we going to help so anyways we had a professional massage person come who was also a horse chiropractor yep. before as well she comes out i have told her nothing of this story She's been doing JR for about an hour. She goes, Carrie, I have found something. I said, oh, yay. So I go over. She goes, Carrie, take a look here on the left side of her shoulder. Put your fingers here. So I put my two fingers, two fingers in. There's a hole there. So what's happened is she's had a fascia tear. Fascia. So here with this fascia tear, and just so you know, it's kind of like when you have that saran wrap over a steak or a roast, and you know, you get that little bit of a tear. You can't put it back together again. It's the same with horses. It doesn't ever recover back together. Mm -hmm. So she's always going to have that hole. But now what we have to do is make everything supple and, and blood flowing so that she's not in that pain. But doesn't that blow your brain that a horse told us that's where she was sore. We just had the massage person come in, didn't tell her nothing. And then the massage person says, oh, she's got an issue here on her left shoulder. Yeah. Un Blow our minds. Freaking okay. disco. Okay. Um, and Cole says that's amazing. I love how they love and care for each other. They do. And they're so quick with what they need with each other. But then you see that moment of like, <sighs> he moved my hand, people. Yeah. Throw yeah. some tuna fishes around. <laughs> um, and Lisa says my mare is very protective of me. When she was two, she was running with her herd and was... It was raining and she turned and noticed I was standing in her way. She literally turned and slid on her side so she didn't run me over. Aww. It was so funny. <laughs> look at just just the look on her face was like, wow, that was close. <laughs> oh I can totally my goodness. see that too. Okay. okay. Let's wow. get to our we're we're almost done, everybody. Oh my God. I don't know if they want us to be done. Maybe they don't want it. Yeah. Isn't it fun to do horses? 
and all of the research that's been done with them. I love it. Now oh, we're on three more. tuna fishes. Yay. Very nice. I like it. We should okay. make this a rolling scale. The formula. This is so huge because when you are wanting to do something that you feel in your gut, is this right for me? Is this the right business for me? And I tell you, when you find what's right mm -hmm. for you, you know. You, not only does your gut, you feel it all the time, but your head never goes to sleep because you're so full of ideas and passion. But I, I love the formula piece because anytime we go to our organizations that we are working with, we let them know there's no loose cannon here. There's a formula to make sure that your clients are going to receive what it is that you're needing them to get out of taking all of these programs with us. Yeah, absolutely. And for us, I know that formula was, again, how it makes sense. That's what I can get behind with it because then we know that there's the outcome. There's the objectives that they're going to get each and every time. There's the ability to take those objectives and bring it into the real world. And that was the other piece that I needed to know. How did that work? Because it's essential that what we do in the arena has to somehow parallel and be applied to their everyday life. Otherwise, we really have just had a nice time with horses gently patting them not slapping them in the arena right so we always have to make sure that people understand that those objectives are key and it's because of the formula that we can get to those pieces and beautiful tamara's brain and throwing in how people learn as well but it's just those outcomes to me are so so important and to us to all of us they're the answer and to the clients they're the as answer well, because they feel like they're leaving with a success like an acknowledgement of something that they just did and it's phenomenal like we'll go through the testimonials too but the biggest piece with why this formula works as well is that we are working with the horses on the ground. Yes, it's there's not no a control. No riding the teacher because when you ride a horse, you are controlling a horse. I don't care if you are riding bridalists. As soon as a human body places their intention, mm -hmm. so our thought, our gut, our position, our pressure with our legs, everything tells our horse something. So that is more of a control piece. When we're allowing our horses to work on the ground and having that beautiful smile in their line while they're working with the clients, there's none of this. Mm -hmm. It's more of that smile because does the horse want to be with us? Is he walking away? What's he trying to tell us when he is walking away? Why is he wanting to stay with us? We want to have those clients be able to see for themselves with their own eyes what that horse is clearly saying on the ground. And that's a result of them. And that's the coolest piece. We aren't making the horses do these things. Nope. We aren't going behind and say, yeah, move along, little horsey. It's because of what's happening with the human that the horse is choosing to move with him and choosing to do these things. And that's what builds up that self-esteem within well, anybody who works with horses. When a 1,200-pound animal decides to follow you willingly because they're connected, there's like that feels so good. There's nothing better. I love really that Rita intense. said, too, I could talk about them all day, every day. <laughs> so could we. In a good way. <laughs> and Lisa's on board with her, too. <laughs> I agree. And we got a tuna fish from Lisa. So, and a tuna fish. I love this little tuna fish deal. I know. So we'll go into some of these testimonials, too. And why we wanted to do this is because there's so many times that we run a course, and it can be the same course that we've run a hundred times. A hundred times. And yet somebody gets something out of it that's makes everything that we do and everything that these horses give completely worthwhile. And so we just wanted to share some of these pieces with you as well. So yeah, there is definitely nothing more mm -hmm. purposeful or humbling. I have to tell you, mm -hmm. when you see a human being making a change in front of your very eyes, because the horse actually told them to do something, you are so humbled. And it is such a privilege to be a part of this journey 
that like you could never get a big head working with horses. It's no, impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, impossible. So this first one is the opposite of addiction is connection. I really feel like I connected with my horse, Brandon. Comfort around those you don't know is, is also a recipe for success. I felt the horse trusted me and where I was telling it to go. The, this signifies leadership and observation, important human qualities that I must have. I felt the horse was calm, compassionate, curious, detective, and so I acted the same way. And just so you are aware, we actually work with the Calgary Dream Center, which mm -hmm. is for uh, addictions, either with drugs, alcohol, solvents, and homeless people. So this is why you'll hear more of this addiction thing when you're reading this. Yes, Hearing absolutely. this, not reading it. <laughs> well, you can read the first sentence. Yeah, that's, well, that's all I true. got in there for you. So this next one is, for me, direction. Direction in my recovery in life, in my relationships. Direction in the moment, knowing where I'm going and where I want to go. Determination in my actions and connection with my words. Belief in myself and the people around me, and it will bleed through. Leading people with trust in myself and them. So again, with when you're working with people with addictions, a lot of times that trust piece is a really big barrier to overcome. And understanding that they have the choice to be the leader of their own lives is absolutely massive it's huge massive for it's everything oh did that move no. yeah yeah okay so the next one is for me it's the communication i won't be able to release my past childhood trauma without being able to communicate my pain with my team family and friends it's something i will bring into my next relationship i have never had much luck at communicating but we can't go forward in the relationship if we don't communicate and not stay on the same page and you know this is where it's so mind-boggling because here we would have just run a program that would have been our second program and yeah. the objective would have been building relationships how did that come out of it because we don't do therapy no nope. there's no therapy with the psyche of the human brain we just facilitate the objective, which was building a relationship, well, the horse tells us when to step in. So whatever those step-ins were opened his brain, opened yes. his mind to be empowered to come up with these statements will blow your brain every single time because you're like, it was just a program. But it's never just a program because those horses do so much for these humans to open up for them. And it's never a human telling them. Like a, a no. human probably has told that man many, many times, you have to share this with your family and friends to be yeah. able to get past it. You have to share, you have to share. But it obviously didn't take until a horse said something and he's a different comprehension of, I have to be able to do this to move forward. And that to me is amazing. And you know, that reminds me of one other story because we had a lady coming at certified with us, but she went to another certification first. So. Mm -hmm. In this certification that she had taken before us, she had told us as she kind of got to know us and trusted us a little bit more, is in this certification, like she thought she was feeling really good in it. And this horse walked away. So she finished everything. The horse walked yeah. away because it, there's no riding in this program either. Now the facilitator said to this person, do you know that horse is walking away from you because you have too much baggage? This devastated this woman because she actually felt that she was done. She was completed. The horse was completed. Good. We never, ever, ever put any, this is why the horse is doing this. We say, what is the horse saying? Mm -hmm. How does that relate for you? But you think about it, but can you imagine here's a human feeling great all done and this facilitator steps in to say that horse is telling you you've got too much baggage how in the world can a human 
put that kind of a remark or a statement onto another human. That's so wrong. Yeah. Even in therapy, therapy wouldn't do that. You no, know what I mean? It's about getting those answers for yourself, not being told. And she has no idea that that's why the horse left. That's she has no idea that that's why the horse would have left there. Oh, just to put of course that on. not. No, but. bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, and I see Megan's comment here. I'm working on saving enough money for the certification. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, and I love that. Megan. Oh, see, so you're already listening to knowing what's right. And you know what, Megan, we're going to be having a little surprise because we're going to be changing our virtual live training, which is really an eight-day course now, which actually means you get way more training with us, which I'm so excited mm -hmm. about because then we have the three-day hands-on training after COVID, oh. which is just programs and horses and horses and programs and programs and horses. And it's just going to be so exciting. And then you'll have all your theory done but we are going to do a little payment plan as well for that one so just be watching the website because we are going to be putting that up probably by the end of the week um that kind of answers victoria's question oh. here as well she was saying what's the plan with the certification during the oh. shutdown is we have do have this virtual option now as well and then to be able to do the three day down the line but definitely shoot us a message and we can send you direct information on that too we're always about moving forward COVID will never close us down. Nope. No. Because we have to continue helping people we have with horses. To, and we have to live life. Yeah. Here's the bottom line. It doesn't matter what happens in any of our lives. We still have to follow in our gut. What's right for us? What are we preparing for? Because things will always happen. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And we can still do it all with following all the rules that we're, are out there for it as well. Right? It's always about doing our part on both sides of things. And we're almost done, people. We're there. Okay. The last one is thank you for, no, it's not the last one. The second last one. Thank you for fixing my heart by nibbling my wrist and upper back. It was so comforting. And thank you for standing on the glove, <laughs> making me challenge my learning and processing. Hugs and kisses. So that's pretty amazing too. Our horses do a lot of communicating because they know that we're listening. They're allowed to. Yeah, and that they're allowed to with our participants as well. Disco, who was the one who showed us on JR where to look, he is a big time communicator in that if he knows somebody needs something, whatever that may be for them inside, he goes and he'll very gently with his, his muscles go around and different places all the time and it always means something whether we know what it is or not it means something to the participant and you can see in this case it, it fixed his heart which is lovely and the last one today i felt leadership throw me to the wolves and i'll come back leading the pack i want to lead by example and show others that change is possible the horse made me feel confident and strong with leadership yes phenomenal right so, I mean, yeah, it goes on and on and on. We could sit here and talk all day about how amazing horses are and the programs and everything else they that they can do for people because they I mean, get to live it. We're but so that was blessed. so much fun. Thank you so much for being a part of this right series with us as well, because this was super exciting. I love hearing what you guys have to say, your stories, all your questions. It's just been lovely. So again, my name is Carolyn Charles with the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. And I'm Carrie Fomek, the founder and master instructor with the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. And remember this, all you beautiful humans. First of all, you are beautiful. You are a gift and you're unique to this world. Don't ever let anybody make you feel something else. If you feel in your gut, things are for you. This is where you're wanting to go. Listen here. Don't listen there. And don't listen to anybody else outside of you because you only have one shot in this life. And remember, life is very short. 
We never know when our last breath is going to be. And we have to remember that because then we are living like horses. Horses live in moments. We have to learn to not live in past, not live in future because none of us know what the future is going to be. So what? We create our own by living every day in our moment. If this is something you want to do, you got to do it because again, we don't know when our last breath is going to be. So really take pride in knowing you, yourself and I, you are beautiful. You are very special no matter where you go. But if it's to be with horses, heck, go be with horses. Just do it like Nike says. And if anything that COVID has showed us is how fast our world can change. And it really did like a blink of an eye, right? So just like you said, you've got to live in the moment because you never know when a world is going to change and something might be totally different as an outlook as well. Ooh, and just so a side note, this is another FYI thing because our entire world at one time is going through this economic, what? Downfall. Mm -hmm. Now, the secret to keep it an economy going is by putting money into the economy. So always remember, people aren't, just broke and poor out there. There's lots of people that are, but there's still lots of us who still need to go and support those local businesses or get our vegetables from our local community person yeah. versus getting it in the big box stores or whatever it is that we're going to do. But remember, for business, for our world, for our economy, we do have to put money into it. And I know for our facilitators right now too, even though they can't physically be with people, we are creating so yeah. many great things that still are connecting with human beings. So when COVID is over, they've already built their business up because then they can come and do the program. So, yeah. and to quote a line from Jurassic Park, <laughs> oh, life finds a way. One way or another, it has to continue on. One way or another, we will move forward. We will come together and connect enough throughout all of this that we can move forward as a human race and as an entire group of people connected in a different and, way. And touching the touching. We need to touch and hug people again. <laughs> I just want to answer this question before okay, we go. Sure. Victoria says, my daughter is wondering why her horse farts on her all the time. So, oh, that's good. <laughs> so the very cool piece of that is things like um, COVID brown so manure going to the peeing in the arena and farting fluffing yawns all of those are beautiful releases that our horses do sometimes it's for themselves because maybe you know sometimes a horse has to fart well, but at the end of the day a lot of times if it's always that's something to think about is what is that release what is that release for her as well exactly and as long as it's not a health issue because that's yeah, so that's where we have to take a look at their whole body so just have your daughter when your horse when her horse does that to her have her look at everything so the ear the eye where the head is how's the body situated how's that stomach moving how is the well you can't do the heart heart is very very hard to feel man is that hard but really take a look at everything that he's showing through his body when he's letting out those little fluffies. And a great thing with the belly stuff as well is if they are tight in the belly, you can just kind of tickle the underneath of the belly and then pull all the way up with a bit of pressure with your fingertips and it'll help them to relax those muscles a bit. And if they do have lots of gas, like they can release it for them as well. Yeah, so check health first. And those pre and probiotics are lovely. We actually mm -hmm. give them to our horses every yep. day because that's just one thing we just feel that we should do. And it has helped our comic too. I was just going to say, wow, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, because he used to be a fluffy, fluffy party guy. guy all the yeah. time. But yeah. anyways, take a look at both sides. Yes. Okay. So there is our profound statement. Yeah. I actually wrote <laughs> follow up with a, or finish with a profound statement. And then we land on farts. So <laughs> that's the profound piece for today. <laughs> Have, Have a great, great day, one, everybody. everybody.
Thanks so much for tuning in today with us gals from Equine Connection on today's episode of Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Next week, we're going to have tons more information and please join us then for more chatting on how these phenomenal creatures are really the best teachers around. We'll talk to you all then.